0: Let's talk about Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. Let's talk about Halloween, Silver Shamrock. Hello, and welcome to movie number two for 31 days of Halloween. i going to try to speak as low as possible because I'm in a hotel room in Boston. I just came back from a wedding. Uh, both my children are sleeping right over there, so... Probably talking too loud right now, but movie number two is Freaky from Blumhouse, made in 2020. I've been wanting to see this one for quite some time. I was waiting for it to hit the uh, streaming cycle, and it has. Watched it on HBO Max. Here's my the beginning of my review that will go up on Letterboxd. Uh, Sometimes I am guilty of speaking with great hyperbole. But I don't think it is any sort of exaggeration to say that Freaky, along with Tragedy Girls, which came out from Neon, I think, in 2016, is one of the best slashers made in the last 20 years. Across the board, the performances, screenplay, pacing, and direction are outstanding. But more than anything else, what really makes it shine is the film's use of humor It is triumphant in blending comedy with horror to perfection, often in ways where many try and end up falling short. You see this all the time with movies. Um, Also compounded with that is a particular type of self-awareness towards its well-executed attempts to be more progressive. I wish more films would try this approach. Uh, What am I referring to? You know, some, some who are more uptight might refer to it as trying to be woke, which I hate that. I hate that word, and I hate that whole mentality, that idea, um, because all it's that's not what's happening here. It's it's progressive, you know, uh, and it's well executed. Uh, freaky subversively sort of shines a light. I don't know if subversive is the right word. It's not. I mean, it's hidden. It's not like right on the surface, but you know, it's just underneath if you're looking for it. It shines a light on certain LGBTQ issues in a way that allows this film to have something to offer for everyone uh, in a very inclusive way. Something that we don't see in horror films of the past. You know, um, we're starting to get movies where there is you know um, out of the closet supporting characters, you know, co-stars, that kind of thing. It's cool. I'm I'm down with it. I think it's great. Um, you know, it, it, and, and the thing that Freaky does really well, this, this sort of thing is hard to do without making it feel like on the nose obvious. I haven't seen the new Candyman yet. I've heard a lot of people complaining that it's too political, which is stupid if you ask me, because, you know, horror is political. That's what horror is. Horror is supposed to have a message of some kind or usually has some sort of social message or is trying to there's a, there's something that's being said about something so i i don't buy that for one minute but a lot of people just say that the message is so like on the nose shove it down your throat you know sort of out there and you know i didn't feel that at all with freaky i felt like what it was trying to say was sort of just there. If you could see it, if you were looking for it, you know, Uh, and for others, it might not be so obvious, which is why I initially called it subversive, but maybe that's not the right word per se. I don't know what the right word is. Somebody has a better word that more accurately describes what I'm trying to say. Please, I invite you in the comments below. Um, The film is also loaded with gory, fun kills that will have any movie going crowd hooting and hollering. It was while watching Freaky that I realized how much kills are like a a sport in a horror film, particularly a slasher. And in this case, Freaky would take home the gold in the Olympics. It just delivers on the kills right out of the gate. Um, You know, I noticed in my notes here that by eight minutes and 42 seconds there, there are four brutal kills And you look at any of those old Friday the 13th films that clearly Freaky is taking a little something-something from, and, you know, it would take, you know, 45, 50 minutes to get three, four kills, you know, or whatever. It just pales in comparison. Um, You know, sometimes I come up with equations for the movies that I watch. If I had to come up with a a movie equation, like, you know, this plus this equals this, um, for Freaky, it would be Freaky equals... Freaky Friday times face-off, then put that in parentheses, which is multiplication, times Friday the 13th plus Heather's. So let me do that again. Freaky Friday times face-off times Friday the 13th plus Heather's equals freaky. It just blends so many genres so perfectly, not genres, it blends so many concepts that have been done before but so well that it feels like its own animal and it's just great here's some notes for that i wrote as i was watching um i I wrote that the kills are super creative as i said the, the kills are really gory and great you have a wine bottle that's shoved down a dude's throat and then they punch his throat and the glass breaks through i mean just really really gory the dialogue is so great in this film it really is stupendous uh just just really clever well written and because of that direction, because the performances are so top notch, when you have those three trifectas working together, you really get something special. Um, the dialogue comes to life in, in that right kind of way. Um, <laughs> there's a jock, there, when they're first introducing the wood the wood shop teacher, the, this, there's this jock and he, said, he he's breaking down, they're doing dog houses as projects. And he just talks about the, the dog house and how any dog would wanna live in this dog house, something like that. And it's really funny. For those of you who've seen the film, you'll know what I'm talking about. Uh, I wrote here that it would be the perfect double feature with a film like Face Off. I'd love to see this play against Face Off. because It's, just, it's the same thing. Two actors essentially trading roles after the first act of the film is over. Um, they have a whole music sequence with Que Sera Sera, which just feels like it was totally plucked from Heathers, which totally falls in line with, you know what that this movie is borrowing from or sort of influenced by, definitely some Heathers in that DNA. Um, I thought it was interesting that there was a cryo machine at the school. Like, you know, I guess for like cryotherapy, they used it for a kill. They killed this girl named uh, Ryler or something, Riker. She had some, some very like mean girlish type name that you don't ever hear. Ryler, I think her name was. It was really weird. Uh, but she smashes into a million pieces. Can't go wrong with the cryo kill, Ever um Jason X does that really well uh Cameron from Ferris Bueller's day off he's the teacher the woodshop teacher and he's great he's so great and I love that they incorporated there was a woodshop there's plenty of opportunity to kill in the woodshop and they deliver with a nice chainsaw uh table saw death um as I mentioned in the, the the thing but this movie understands comedy and how to perfectly balance it with the horror slasher genre you just don't find that anywhere um I love that they use trivia, like, of their friendship to prove the, like, identities. Like, when Vince Vaughn, the girl, the girl's possessed by Vince Vaughn. Sorry, Vince, the girl's trapped in Vince Vaughn. And she has to, like, use all these, like, little trivia things to convince her friends that it's really her. And it's just really sweet and tender. Um, Speaking of Vince Vaughn, Vince Vaughn is absolutely phenomenal. Sometimes I have a little trouble like believing that some of the dialogue that he's using is what the girl would have been using. Uh, you know the her characterization it, it doesn't quite translate but it, you know such a minor little thing it hit because he he just chews every scene you know every you know beat is an opportunity for some comedic gold and it always delivers always delivers. Especially when he's peeing in the bathroom and Discovering that he has a penis, she she's discovering that he's a penis. That's another thing too. To go back to the LGBTQ, the, the, you know, the, the, using pronouns. They have this whole line about using pronouns and you know referring to she as he or he as she, depending on who who is in whose body. And I just thought it was an interest. It was an interesting word. It was it, it was interesting to incorporate, and really made me feel like this is an LGBTQ movie underneath the surface in that kind of way. And and Vince Vaughn, he's just phenomenal, as I said. Uh, I I said it's very self-aware and tongue-in-cheek of its well-executed attempts to be uh, inclusive and progressive. Uh, And I said there's allegories of trans stuff. I don't know what the trans stuff is. I'm not, you know, um, I'm very sensitive to these things, but I don't understand how they work per se, or I don't know, I don't know, I'm not quite you know totally educated i don't know what you would call it there's uh, that's why i'm just gonna say there's trans stuff there's 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 trans stuff with the pronoun scene and uh i just thought it was really well done and thought it really sort of like um was trying to say something in in a good way in a good way um and then you have the reverse closet talk where Uh, the kid who is gay tries to convince his mom that he's straight and it's just hilarious it's just really funny Uh, that played really well Um, same thing with the Vince Vaughn Booker talk in the car the boyfriend who 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 makes out with Vince Vaughn because his girlfriend is trapped inside the 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 killer's body it's an LGBTQ movie man it really is on on underneath Um, and the sidekicks don't feel like sidekicks as I was saying you have a, a person of color and a, a gay best friend, you know, sort of like trying to tick all the boxes there, but they really don't feel like sidekick characters. They feel like main characters who are driving the story as much as the, the transformation takes place. And that's why I said it feels progressive or it feels like, you know, um, it didn't feel like being, sho- I didn't feel like it was shoved down my throat or like rubbed in my face or I don't know what how some people view that sort of thing. It just felt very like organic and real to me, which I really really enjoyed. Um, so I highly recommend Friday uh, Freaky, Friday Freaky, um, and it works so well. Freaky and Friday, Friday the Thirteenth. Uh, this is a this is a grand slam home run for Blumhouse. They ju- just crushed it with this one. Truly, uh, I hope that we get a sequel and another sequel and another sequel and another sequel. Keep keep them coming. I will watch them all, just like uh, Happy Death Day was also a really fun series okay that's it see ya. see quick and dirty just talking to the camera trying to get all the the stuff out that I'm trying to say and and, and wrapping it up make sure you sub- sub- subscribe check out tomorrow's video if I can keep this momentum going peace.